Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I'm Gabrielle. I am a former mafia princess and the owner of our Too Posh Boutique. And I'm here with my beautiful daughter, Marcella. I'm Marcella. I am a dancer, choreographer, model, and the designer for Too Posh. And I cannot wait to talk to Whitley, <laughs> who is my son's adorable girlfriend. Hi, I'm Whitley. I like to create things. I'm kind of a nerd. A nerd. Kind of a nerd. And I like to make people smile. <laughs> what will they say next? You're listening to the Two Posh Podcast. PTSD about me. The doctor? What? <laughs> Why? Doesn't this every... Is pro- doesn't this is probably a great conversation. <laughs> is this being recorded? I think so. You never, no. you never not- know. <laughs> so I had to get my IUD taken out. Thank right? God. So I got to Thank God. <laughs> oh, that's bad for you. Okay. So, <laughs> so we're having babies. So, <laughs> so we're having babies? No, absolutely Oh, so not. we're not having babies. No, okay. we're not having babies. <laughs> All right. So I go in there and so I'm on the table and she's trying to get it out. I'm like screaming. It's right very now painful. this happened? No, this was oh. last year. No, she was, was like, talking oh my about, God. about the PTSD. And so... Oh. So I'm like, why don't you just try shooting my cervix with Lana Kane? Let's just try and get this thing out. She's like, you are the toughest patient I've ever had. <laughs> Most oh girls would be like, just way worse. So I had to have surgery to get it removed. <gasps> oh my gosh. And then they put a new one in. So today she was like, I still have PTSD about you. <laughs> Is it because you're freaking out so bad? No, because why God, one of the first marinas put in. Mm-hmm. And so it's back then they marina? didn't. Mm-hmm. What? They That's didn't. like a ship yacht. Thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a marina. That's a, yeah. Oh, isn't, that what, isn't that what you said? A marina versus marina. At marina. Oh, oh I thought it was a marina. marina too. What? A marina is where like the ships, like, ships go. Ships That's park. what I thought she said. She said a marina. Yes. Oh, I thought, a, yeah, I thought <laughs> marina too. So they cut the strings. That's what happened to Misty. They couldn't find her strings. Right. <gasps> what? So they cut strings. the strings, and so she wasn't able to just pull it out. It's supposed to be pretty painless and easy to do, but <sighs> since the strings had been cut, but this time we didn't cut the strings. Oh, my gosh. Did you get a new one today? She no, I got a new one that same day. Oh, <laughs> I haven't what? had a period since 2009. Wow. Okay, do you ever get, <sighs> like, bloated, like, you or you feel pregnant? That's Something's wrong with Misty. I thought her body was like telling her she needed a period because she hadn't had one in like four years. <laughs> Actually three because Harlow's only two. Yeah, she has had nine, ten years, whatever. I got it whenever Jeff told me he got every girl pregnant. So I was like, <laughs> I am absolutely not <laughs> getting pregnant by this guy. And so Thank I got one. God. Thank God. Thank the stars above. <laughs> Oh, don't, you don't put that. Don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will for sure hear that. Yeah. He will for sure because I think Ryan and Jeff listen. Nonstop. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. Well, I want to take that moment and say hi to everyone. <laughs> there, that's a good warm up. Yeah. That's a great warm up. And I think this, I, I'm still confused again. I think this may be show 25, actually. So this is awesome. Halfway That's to cool. our 50 goals. Yay. Yay. Um, hi, Marcella. Mm. Hello. Hi, Whitley. Hi. <laughs> and hi to our special guest today, Amanda. Hello. Yay. Hi, Amanda is um, a very close friend of Marcella's, one of her best friends for how many years, guys? We don't have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it puts an age on us. 
Uh, I met Amanda when I was go-go dancing at M5, I think. 2005? Yeah. Who's counting? Wow. That's 13 years. Yeah. Long time. Wow. We were like 15. It's weird. (laughs) We should not have even been in the club, which is actually probably true. Uh, Go-go dancing at 15. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to put an age on us. Sorry. Uh You guys are beautiful. You look 25. Thanks. No problem, right? I feel 25. Thanks to Botox. <laughs> what? I wouldn't have that. that. Oh, <laughs> you don't do that. Yeah, both. What? Why? What? <laughs> As you can She's see, like, this, this is, is why. why. <laughs> you look 25. I like this. <laughs> cool. So, um, not only was Amanda, though. <laughs> what? what happened? <laughs> I missed it. So it looks natural. <laughs> why, thank you. Is that not so it's a good, a good injection person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Amanda is not just Marcella's best friend, but she's also like my other daughter. And she is one. She is truly the first model besides Marcella for our lingerie business. She came on when we did our first show. It was like a home show, <laughs> home show. at our own house. It was our very first one. We were having a sex toy party. We were. There was a stripper pole. And, and Jolie, Jolie climbed up it and spun down. Spun down. <laughs> How old was she then? It's like, this is so terrible. Five. Five. Yeah. She's like, wee, this is so fun. And Amanda's like, oh my God. I'm like, don't even, this is normal. It was completely normal. This is how a European life <laughs> Again, it's like the home video of you at the bachelorette party with the watching the stripper. stripper. <laughs> yeah. It's just you normal. Just come in and you're like, I was in like a quinceanera dress. My mom's having an adult <laughs> party. There's a stripper in the living room, and I'm sitting on the steps like, la la la. Totally normal. <laughs> it's, it's totally like normal. Yeah, you're almost like uninterested. You're just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a foreshadowing of what? If we could find a video of that, we should post I it have on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, one. that's how I saw it. Yeah. I wasn't there. <laughs> And Gino grew up that way too. He did. He's yeah. not phased by women in lingerie. No, no, or any woman talk whatsoever. He's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, boobs, periods, <laughs> vagina. He's like, Gino right. had to wear speedos too. <laughs> I told him to get one before Mexico. Gino used to have a chili bowl haircut and wore, oh, wore yeah. only speedos. <laughs> That's so funny. He was so cute. He was cute. cute. But But yeah, Amanda came over and we added a um, fashion show, lingerie fashion show to the sex toy party. And Amanda and I were changing in the bathroom and just walking in the living room. And and Patrick's mom helped you guys change. (laughs) We're not modest around here either. Well, Patrick's mom actually helped me put all the toys together, put all the batteries in it. That's so cute. <laughs> Doesn't every mother-in-law help with sex toys? It's awesome. <laughs> so much fun. That was funny. That was fun. But that was kind of stressful. Like you guys had to change so fast. And yeah. Um, but it was fun. It was. We did and another one, a, a Christmas one. Me and you were changing in somebody else's house yeah. in the bathroom. It was at Kathy um Mandy's house. Yeah. yeah. At that Christmas party was still the two of you. Mm-hmm. 
And then, then we realized we need more people because we'd be like, who's out there? No one. <laughs> go faster, go. I think Amanda's like, do I look good? I'm like, just go. Go, 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 go. Nipples out. It's fine. That was always Amanda. She's always like, do I look right? Come on, Amanda. We don't care. Just get out. One stocking. It's fine. Just go. I would always do the skimpiest outfits too. Agree that to it. You're true. like, oh, the skimpiest outfit. Here, Amanda will do it. Yeah. <laughs> you loved it. I did. That was, you still you know, love that. Yeah, <laughs> like not as much. I can't do it as much. Oh, I saw our pictures from our 2011 show we did at Silver City just yesterday. I think yeah. it was like Aww. seven years ago. That you, was my favorite one. You still win the prize for that best picture. Yes, oh, with that veil. That was so oh, awesome. The veil and then her pink outfit. Right, mm-hmm. that was pink. Oh, it's my favorite. But before that Silver City show, we did the show at the spa. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which that was. So, I mean, I'm still so grateful to him. Dr. Lamb let us use his spa and we did a Halloween fashion yes. show and that was really fun. That was fun. We had what five girls. Mm-hmm. So we graduated to five girls. That was awesome. I feel oh. like we should be in costume now. I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We should Once we really film the show, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we get closer to <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, we'll do a fashion show. <clears throat> and then um, after that one came Silver City. We've talked about that one before, which was in the strip club, but it was to date, I think, the best show we've ever done. Still my favorite. And then yeah. 2012, we did it there, All too. All the cops. Yeah, we that did. That was the 2012 show. Oh, okay. I think we did Cops in 2011, too. Well, we did. 2011 was when we had not as many girls, and we um, we had eight, and then we had 10. And yeah. 10 was perfect. <clears throat> that and was then, the perfect yeah, number. The second Silver City show. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. There was a stripper sitting on my boyfriend at the time's lap during the show. <sighs> Who was your boyfriend back then? Nah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Unimportant. <laughs> We're going to get into that whole story later. <laughs> All your boyfriends. Amanda oh has God. had lots of boyfriends. Oh, she has thank lots you. of dating stories. <laughs> thank you. She, she has had lots of dating stories. <laughs> We're not boyfriends, but she has some interesting guys, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I just hide out in Fort Worth now. I know. <laughs> we had to move on. Dallas. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit and tell us how you grew up, Amanda. A little bit about your childhood, teen years, something like that. Okay, well, I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was actually adopted when I was two weeks old to a loving family, and uh, it was a pretty, pretty interesting childhood. Do you know your real parents? I do. I know my birth parents. You do? Yes. When did you meet them? When I was 13. How did you find them? Did you always know you were adopted? Yes, I I figured I would probably would figure it out. My family are all redheaded Irish people, (laughs) very dark complected, brown eyes, brown hair. Would have been asking questions, (laughs) probably looking at my mom. What? So they told me at a young age and um, just kind of always let me know I was really loved and went into a loving family. I grew up awesome, had a lake house, got to travel a lot. Yeah, so that was pretty good as a child. Yeah. And then years so wait, are a little rocky. Go back a little bit to when you were 13, you met your real parents. How, like, did you ask to meet them? Or? Yes. I wanted to know where I came from, what my nationality was, um, you know, who I was. You don't really know who you are until you have those basic things everyone takes right. know, for granted a little bit when you grow up yeah. with your oh, same mom, same dad, you know. Right. Um, so for me, it was it was a little different. I was always a little different than the rest of my family. So know? early on? Oh, yes. I mean, they're all, we're just different, different people. So it's kind of like um, Sesame Street. (laughs) 
<laughs> what? It's like there's one that's not like the other. <laughs> I thought she was gonna say Sesame like Street. Street meets. Meets. Yeah, that was, was me. Like, that was me. The one that doesn't belong here. No, but I. Whitley I, feels that way, but I do. I do. She's not adopted. She doesn't think that. Well, I don't know. Still we'll up see. for debate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's well, you're, you're kind of been adopted I, now. I want to, yeah. but like we adopted Whitley. <laughs> Hey, I just read a story last night that there was um, a woman that went to a fertility clinic to get, what is that called? Like you get. Inseminated? uh, Yes. Artificially inseminated. Thank you. Artificially inseminated and everything was fine all these years. And just last year she got that DNA testing done and found out that the doctor of the clinic inseminated her with his sperm. What? Yeah. Weird. It's like a movie. It's yeah, like a crazy movie that? where a guy did I just that. read that. That's crazy. Imagine. No. You find that out later. But okay. But you're just getting random anyways. Why does it matter? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I mean, well, she and her husband a little bit weird when she the, and her husband thought they were gonna have a child together, artificial insemination, but in fact it wasn't the husband's uh, sperm, it was this random yeah. doctor. Oh, I thought I got confused because I thought yeah. she was just going there to get random sperm in anyway. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's a sperm bank. Oh, like, okay, okay, okay. Like I you guess, spin a wheel, yeah, you yeah. get this one. This one. I'm like, why does she care? Because you get some money. It worked, didn't it? <laughs> so confused. They oh, her and that. her husband. Yes. Oh, oh she found out later that. Mm. I got it. I got it. That's I was a very disturbing. confused. Yeah. It is. All right. Back to Amanda <laughs> meeting her adopted parents. So you asked to meet them. Yes, I asked to meet my birth mom. And um, she actually interviewed 11 couples and chose the Murdochs. So it wasn't really like, oh, I'm just abandoning my kid and leaving her. It was a chosen thing. She wanted me to make sure I had, grew up with either a lake house or a beach house. You know, normal, oh, wow. normal things children need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Oh, wow. That's cool. But I think a lot of people <clears throat> sometimes that are adopted, I've heard some people are, take it in one way, like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't loved enough. But I see it like how you do. Like, she loved me so much. She didn't feel like she could give me the life that I deserved. So did you always think that? Like, Yes, my parents made sure I thought that way. They didn't yeah. speak ill of her. Yeah, They just said Aww. she was too young. Yeah. So. How, how young was she? When 18. She had- oh. But my parents tried. They had eight in vitros, artificial insemination, and it didn't work. So Eight? Yes. And then they got wow. to you? Well, lucky them. Wow. <laughs> they worked, they worked out pretty well for them. <laughs> <laughs> but how special. I mean, you had to have been like their pride and joy, right? Absolutely. Yeah. A little too much. So. <laughs> was it just you? Yes. I wasn't allowed to play in the front yard. <laughs> Someone might abduct me. <laughs> That's me. I was Jolie's not allowed. My kids <laughs> were... At the fair. You were a you were oh, a leash yes, at the fair. The, no leash. You were Those kids kid. crack really? me up. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, that's funny to me. <laughs> you can't put Amanda on a leash today. By the way, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> they had me on a leash early. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is really funny. So, did you go up to your mom and dad and go, "I want to meet my mom"? Yes. I mean, it was something that was discussed always. Yeah. Um, it just was a matter of time. I think. That my mother, my adopted mother, wanted to push it back as far as possible. It was really very hard for her, yes, to accept that I wanted to know another mother. But it really wasn't personal. It's more just I want to know who I am, right. who I was, where I came from. Yeah. So, um, but yes, it happened at thirteen. And your real mom? Did she keep up with you? Did was there you know 
now it's like always such an open adoption and everyone knows it. it was that like that with yours or no no i think it was supposed to be but it was it got very hard oh, yeah so, so and which is understandable right you know oh totally um, for my mom to my adoptive mother to accept that oh my gosh um, yes so, i can imagine yes very territorial after a while right that's your baby so mm -hmm. um the communication stopped i believe after two okay i've heard that before and so then you say i want to meet her and then it was awesome it was like uh, looking in a mirror was yeah. it finally cool. figuring where out. did you meet her like where did you where was the uh, meeting so we did it at a place that I, my parents had put me into counseling to talk about it and figure out what we were going to do and That's the counselor so actually found her and talked to her first and then brought me in and it was like a very they did it all the right ways we, right right just it was monitored and it was good that's, That's cool. cool. Yeah, so it was like looking in the mirror. Yes, we look exactly like it's really, really crazy. Except oh, cool. she's six foot. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So I'm looking up versus in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. We're sitting down. It's close. <laughs> so then, what did you keep in touch with her? Uh, yes. Yeah. Pretty much. We um, have it, actually in later latter years we haven't been as close, but definitely through teenage years and early twenties when you probably need your mom. Mm -hmm going through that uh those changes in life <laughs> so well, no she ahead. said my teen years were it we're going back there right yeah. now <laughs> i want to know what why yeah, what happened with means. your teen years Ooh. <laughs> so um back to my parents being really strict um, ah, and worried on the leash yes the ah. leash they um were very strict on when i could go out who i could go with what i could do so i was Sneaking they sound out. like me. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, we <laughs> all sneak out. I, yeah. Every single like episode. Oh really? Yeah. You yeah. snuck out too? You did. I figured your mom would be the cool mom. That's like, just tell me where you are and where you're going and who you're with. I was until she was with bad people. Well, yeah, when I had the bad boyfriend, I started sneaking out. When did you not? <laughs> <laughs> when did I not have a bad boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Such a good. Sorry, I know all of them for the most part. Actually, I think I do. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was saying until that's that good point. point. <laughs> good point. I, I've you know me. Been the one, it's a good point. Yeah, I um, I've been the one that kind of makes them bad. I think <laughs> you make the boyfriends bad. Yeah, absolutely. They better keep up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amanda's not on leash, remember? Yeah, she, so she's off the leash. leash. I'm, I'm free. <laughs> she is free. <laughs> free at last. Yeah, so I definitely snuck out. My parents had to nail the window shut. Oh, mm, that's actually smart. How old were you yeah. when you first snuck out? Oh, probably. Yeah, don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> probably 14. Jolie's age, Amanda. Well, Jolie is you an look angel. At, oh, yeah. As you look at Jolie and tell me that she shouldn't grow up anymore. This is I what hate you are seeing her out. grow up. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> she wears makeup now. I just mm -hmm. want to wipe and it heels. off her She's face. So old. And heels. No. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really need to. No, I know. <laughs> I know. So you sneak out at 14 to go do what? Well, party, of course. <laughs> what else what, are you going to do? Would somebody come pick you up? Oh, yeah. They'd now up in my window. Dot, dot, dot. I had a lot of liquor in the liquor cabinet. Well, my dad did. So. Yes. He wouldn't notice when a <laughs> bottle went missing. <laughs> That's probably why they were really tapping on my window. So. <laughs> so did you, then after they nailed the window shut, how do you get out? <sighs> She's like, I'm I giving kids like ideas today. Yeah. So I would figure out a way that I could trick the alarm system like by having song. a door halfway cracked open. Okay, we didn't yeah. know each other yet, but when you go back to episode, <laughs> that's what I said, 
14. This is like the same story, but they didn't know each other at all. Not they, yet. they did the that same thing. Same person. I know why <laughs> you guys funny. are so close. Go ahead. I did that too. You no. Crack the window. Oh, That's yeah, you how, can do that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And then it wouldn't trip it when you open the window. Right. I think my window's still unlocked <laughs> for me being. I'm not kidding. I do. I think it's still unlocked. Because when I would start using the door, if the it, window they you lock at me your out, house when you window. grew up, yeah. That, you should probably lock that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crazy people out uh, there today. Yeah. Well, <laughs> half the people don't have windows anymore. Oh yeah, Whitley's. For who doesn't know Whitley's from Rockport? Where oh, yeah. they had this horrible so hurricane. Rockport is. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, they I, had that. I didn't know okay you were from Rockport. Yeah. We could start playing the name game another time. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> A lot of people yeah. from Rockport moved to Houston. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Good thing yeah. you're not there. I'm not. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. <laughs> so sneaking out, partying. That's how it started. Yeah. Being the cool girl. No. Cool girl. Mm-hmm. In school, Older too. Did you out. ever get caught? Oh, yeah. Oh. I was, and I just didn't care. <laughs> you didn't care? <laughs> no. I was already grounded for life at this point. Yeah. So, so you just keep going. going. Why not? So <laughs> how many years did you sneak out? And was there ever like a turning point, like where you got in big trouble? Probably like two. And the turning point was my parents divorcing how uh, when I was you? 16. Okay. And my dad and I moved to our lake house, and he gave me reasonable rules, like be home at 1230. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't do hardcore drugs. And so that worked. Yeah. If you've drank too much, tell me where you are. If you have a safe place to sleep, um, then that's fine. He knew who all my friends were, where I was, who my boyfriend was, and it was pretty copacetic till I graduated. Cool. See, but that's more like the honest, like, I think we were talking about the moms from with when Nicolette was here, it's like too hard. Like if you don't talk about anything, you give too many strict rules. Like everybody wants to right. rebel. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm a strict parent, but I'm more like what you just said. Like if it's reasonable, I know, like I give you an, a time you come home at that time. Like I can trust mm-hmm. you. Right. Then I have no issues. I You're am informed. more that supportive thing. Right. But before if, that, it was much, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, it was no, much earlier. And I would have to be home at nine o'clock or ten o'clock, and just unreasonably yeah. beg my friends can stay out till midnight. Please yeah. let That's me stay out starts. till midnight. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, so they said, "Yeah, no." But then my dad was much, much more lenient, and uh, and so it was better. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. Now we're still best friends to right. this day, right? As you guys well know. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, and then your mom got pretty sick. Yes, uh, my mom got cancer in uh, 2011, and we had a pretty rocky relationship probably all of my life. Um, but it was a beautiful experience. It was really sad, um, but it, it was beautiful and healing. So I moved home. I left my career that I had had here. I'd been with the same company for about five years, and at this probably four or five years. At this time, I was only 25. Um, and I went home and took care of her and was with her the last three months of her life until she passed. So it was healing for me. Um, and then you have to get over your mom dying, of course. So, Well, I mean, it's pretty admirable of you that you did that, though. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, really hard to do. That. And I remember it, too. And it was very sad. And, I mean, that's really the only mom you ever knew. So, right. And you have one mom, one dad. So correct, kind of makes life real, right? Yes. But it was, like I said, a healing experience. Um, I had to go through, obviously, what happened afterwards. I mean, watching a parent die of cancer is probably the one of the hardest things yeah. you'll ever do. Um, right. But, um, like I said, it was very healing. 
and I was able to kind of move on and get over some things that you need to get over from childhood right. in general. Right. What kind of cancer did she have? She had lung cancer. She actually quit smoking 20 years before. Wow. So don't smoke. <laughs> yeah. And was it really quick? Was she diagnosed? Like, and then... She, or was it a long? It, it, um, she was diagnosed in like 2010, 20, oh. 2009 maybe. And mm -hmm. then she went into remission and then it came back. And then it was pretty aggressive. Did she have to do chemo? Yes, she did three rounds of chemo. Three? Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. I know well, that's really traumatic. Yes. I, it, honestly, I think that's probably what kills people more so than the chemo. Yeah. Uh, chemo versus cancer. That's wow. what I. This makes you so sick. How, what stage was Crazy. she in the second round? I mean, the second when time When it came around. back, it was like three and then went to four pretty quickly. Um, but I'm, I'm a pretty big believer in eating healthy. Yeah. Watching what you put into your body, mm -hmm. not drinking Diet Cokes, things of that yeah. nature. Those kinds could really all like prevent, that. yes, can really prevent something like that happening. But I'm a big believer like you with the chemo. I think there's a, a such a fine line with it, like... One of my best friends, Tanya, just went through breast cancer and hers, you know, her chemo definitely helped her heal. I mean, she's cancer free now. And right. I mean, it's amazing. Hers wasn't that far advanced. I feel like when it's really far advanced and then they give chemo, then it's a whole different story. Like Tommy, you know, mm -hmm. Tommy, everybody knows Tommy, my gay oh, husband. What's <laughs> happening to Tommy? Well, his husband, his husband oh. has cancer and it he just got his has reached level stage four oh. and so he um Sweet Tommy. Oh, he just got married i know well and he they told him to start chemo so he just went through the second round and the other night he told me that he was losing his hair and he was just sobbing crying mm -hmm. and it's like so i said i'm so scared that whatever time he has left are gonna be miserable miserable yeah. because of the chemo so i am so conflicted i would definitely recommend seeking alternative yeah. care especially if you can afford it there are things out there cancer treatment centers of america um, mm. that believe in doing other healing powers with maybe simultaneous with chemo or radiation um that's really interesting i didn't yeah know how did tanya know this well <laughs> i did a lot of research when whenever my mom was sick but cancer treatment centers of america one of their places are in tulsa where i'm from Oh, wow. So it is it is very expensive to do alternative medicine, but right. um, they aren't completely just into holistic. Like they do believe both and and both is finding, a you know, the yeah, happy medium kind right. of. Well, that's like Europe believe. <laughs> Whitley always Every laughs when I bring it up. She I am sorry. <laughs> so I think more. Europe's pretty great. Well, I love it. She's she acts like I'm like, why do you bring it up? But <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, Europe again. I like it. <laughs> no, but it's like, all doctors do that in their practices like everything is both like if you if they can do something with homeopathic or alternative they will do that first and if that doesn't work then they will go to i, mean, I, I believe others. that's the greatest way to attack so it's anything. both uh -huh. and um i think that too because i feel here this these kickbacks these doctors get from these drug companies are just i said in, in my in the last episode that that is one of my things i wish i brought more our world was more aware right. of that because everyone goes to doctor and they get a prescription, they just take it because they don't even know there's other things out there. Mm -hmm. It's just awareness is not big enough, I think. Mm -hmm. and finding a doctor that you trust, that's yeah. usually doctors, 
DOs versus yeah. an MD. And yeah. I'm in medical sales. I probably shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> I was going to say, I think, yeah, Amanda knows. Yeah, right. but yeah, I mean, just simple as you know, I, one of my best friends is now a dermatologist, and she's the one that does the Botox and Juvederm. But you couldn't tell, right? Right? Like, no, you so can't. So if you go to somebody that's a doctor that's simply just replenishing mm-hmm. collagen loss or you know helping you with wrinkles, they're not trying to overdo it. They're not trying to give you lips that. <laughs> oh, we talked. We about all know those. the duck lips yes, we're talking I, about. Yeah, yeah. 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 The or now all the girls have contour. Juvederm in their face. What is that? Wait, what? I don't know. They're that. contouring their faces with with collagen Filler. injections. Fillers. What? Now, how does that work exactly? Like here I all over. I mean, I guess <gasps> they would do more in their chin and then here in just pronounced areas. I guess make doing. your face bigger. No, <laughs> I, I think it's to like enhance <laughs> your cheekbones and your. Well, but it gets bigger though to make yes, this part it look does. more. Yes, yes. But see, Amanda looks like she did. Always same. Thirteen years ago, you look beautiful. Yeah, I really didn't Flame. know. I thought you were yeah. kidding when you said you had that done. No, yeah. <laughs> but you <laughs> don't look like, like you don't. You no, look the no, same. It's crazy. Crazy. You yeah. Even know yeah, you don't. That's. that's I good. mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm pretty firm believer in, in going to a dermatologist versus that, and probably getting off a little bit. But she is a do. So you had no siblings. <clears throat> Correct. So no nieces, no nephews. I do have a brother. We weren't raised together. Uh, oh, okay. We are biological brother and sister. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And um, he has two sons. How did you and meet him? How did you find that? That's out? one of the reasons I wanted to meet my birth mom to begin with, was to because I wanted to find siblings. my brother. I knew I had one. He you was did. older. Okay. My parents met him. Oh, wow. He was 14 months old. So. Oh, wow. And did was he adopted as well? Or no, they kept him. I know it's so, very and, weird, and, right? No, but wait, your mom and dad together? Were they together? They were for a long time. Okay. So they kept him, but they gave you up for adoption. That's where it gets a little tricky. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little tricky there. Um, Yeah. So she didn't tell him. Oh. Doesn't know. My birth father doesn't know. Still? No. Oh. I don't think so. Really? Oh, wow. Are you ever interested in meeting him? Not really. No. Not interested at all. That would be a really weird conversation. Hey. Hi. Hi. I'm your 32-year-old daughter. (laughs) My brother does still talk to him somewhat. Okay. He has another daughter named Amanda, actually. What? What? Your dad? Uh, What? What? That's weird. Sperm donor. I don't know if he's my dad. Oh. (laughs) You're biological. But your brother... How did you meet him? When I, I wanted to meet him right away, but my birth mom wanted some time because she didn't tell him about me. So okay. he had we had to wait about a year, and then when I met him, it was really cool because we look exactly like, Aww. and it was it was neat seeing somebody um, that you know similar backgrounds, and we have a lot of weird similarities. Cool. Um, but I'm no. actually more like my mom than I am he. He's very he's very different. She and I are more carefree, laid back, oh. young at heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he has kids. Yes. And how old are they? Nine, seven, and five. Three of them. Oh, yes. How uh, Boys, girls? What? Two boys, one girl. I feel like you That's snap cool. them a lot, don't you? My niece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to have favorites, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but she's born three days from me and is exactly like me. Uh-huh. Even That's looks cool. exactly like That's me. She so does. Cute. She's so cute. <laughs> she's pretty cute, I will say. She is adorable. <laughs> So how often do you see them? I try to see them at least three or four times a year because they live in okay. another state. Where do they live? In Oklahoma. Okay. okay. 
as you guys well know, I work probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> Always working. Always yeah. works a lot. But um, yeah, I try to bring them down and like take them to do fun stuff. Yeah. You know, like. You're a fun aunt. Yeah. I want to be the fun aunt. And then like, I buy them lots of presents. And so if it's one of their's birthday, the other one will get on the phone. They're like, can I have a present to you? <laughs> I'm like, maybe if it's the niece. Yeah. <laughs> I hope, Who am I, I hope the others to? aren't listening. That's funny. <laughs> So tell us when you decided to move to Dallas and why you moved to Dallas. How did that all come about? Oh, this is a great story. Yeah, yeah tell us. <laughs> so I moved to Dallas in 2005. I had started dating a guy that had initially lived in Oklahoma and then moved to Dallas. This is actually how I met Marcella. Mm -hmm. So here's how the full circle comes <laughs> yeah. around. Mm -hmm. So he was a bouncer at that nightclub that she was a go-go dancer. Oh. Which nightclub was that, guys? M5. M5. Oh, yeah, M5. Well, the kids today would probably know. They probably still wouldn't know it, but it was Zoo uh -huh. after that. Before that, it was Area 51. Right? That was long before that was our long time. Before. Well, way long, before. Way before. We did not time. go there. But I then, hear stories about yeah, that Area 51. Yeah. And then M5 and then Zook. I don't know what it is now. I don't think is it's it something. I don't think it's no. anything. I don't no. know. I don't want to go. I don't even know too posh store. <laughs> it's very big. It's it massive. It would be way exactly. too big. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. No. I don't think you guys do either. No. <laughs> so he was the bouncer. Marcella was the go-go girl. Yeah. You. I was just the girlfriend. Okay. You young. Yeah. When I first saw a man, I thought she was really mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the consensus that most people think of me at first. Because like, it's like, also what true. Happens? I was like, I don't think she likes me. I think Amanda just has... Like the rest of us that we've talked about before, like oh. really intense RBF. I do. Yeah. I felt like that too. But yeah. I knew you were like Gino's other older sister. So I was like, oh, they both hate me. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, so hope you, with the mom. So She's you sweet. Think you're dating Gino. <laughs> yeah, huh? right. <laughs> so I have a questionnaire that I, I need you to fill out. <laughs> and Amanda would do that. And I'm just standing in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine but, all these hot said. girls coming at you, like surrounding you, like, so. <laughs> I'm like, uh, in tennis clothes. <laughs> See how Hi. cool this is? I never had to worry about anything. I had all these warriors. <laughs> you want to date my little brother. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, but I think in her defense, <clears throat> who she was with, in her defense, was, you know, I could understand why her little, like, like she was probably, um, any girl that was around, maybe. Any was, girl that was around was competition. It was right. really sad because yeah. I'm not that person. I remember girls from that I was friends with in college saying, "This is not you." That's how you moved here. Yes, I moved to I moved to Texas for him. Okay, how long did you know him? Like, where did you meet him? Oh my gosh, that's another great story. So, <laughs> I remember one time this girl was picking on me at, at a party. It, this is now in Tulsa, right? This is in Tulsa. Okay. I was probably 18 years old. And I was wearing a naughty nurse costume. Imagine that. <laughs> Shocking. Senior <laughs> one of those. I can't imagine I Amanda I in a nurse costume at all. <sighs> I'm, in a, I'm in scrubs right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in a naughty nurse costume. <laughs> She's wearing designer scrubs. They're, they're so cute. They're designer. Yeah. They're cute. It's very <laughs> form-fitting. So yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the funniest thing is most of my doctors are women, but they still love it, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, because That's they cool. want to wear it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So where were we? Oh, yes. Not how nurse. I met him. Yeah. So a girl tried to fight me and oh, he gosh. totally stood up for me instead of the guy I was dating at the time. And uh -huh. so it would the seed was planted 
And a couple of years later, I became single. And then I just started coming to Texas. I fell in love with Dallas nightlife. It was probably what it was. Mm -hmm. Here I am still in it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It can suck you in pretty hard to quit that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And um, so I was coming to Dallas every weekend. And he was the cool guy in town. Can I please say? And eight years older. I'm just going to put this out there, guys. We all remember episode 15. Marcella dating a king of Dallas. This is also. He was the original king. Yeah. Oh, he was original before Marcella's original? He brought him in. Yeah. This is why this is so great. That was so funny. Yeah. What? They trained each other. So sweet. Wow. I think maybe Andy learned by (laughs) how to treat women by sheer observation. But the craziest part about it is is that Andy would feel bad for me (laughs) and like be on my side in some weird way. No, he always liked Amanda. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah. he liked everyone but me. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, you know, but again, that came with it. I remember one time Andy called me the queen of kings. And I was like, and I was no longer dating a king even for him to say that. But I was friends with them all and saw all of their lives of inception since inception. But it's pretty funny to look at now. Please tell me. I really need to know this. She (laughs) might have a better explanation than I did. How (laughs) does one come to wanting to be the king of Dallas and then calling himself the king of Dallas? And then and then the next question is. (laughs) To get guys to come in under him to become more kings. And what were the qualifications that you had to have to become oh a king? Like, explain that whole very, thing because I very <laughs> explain it. Right, it really just started. There were two friends. Two friends. Two guys. Um, and they started doing it. And then when they became closer to other guys, they would bring them in. Um, and you know, it was very like, I remember there were guys that would fake getting a crown on their neck and they would like, <laughs> they, they would get, they would get crowns oh on their God. necks. And How do you fake they that? would, they would not be in the group and but they these guys would want to fight them. Uh-huh. I remember one of which I'm still very good friends with today. And he got one when he was in high school and he worked out at our gym for Christ's sake. They wanted to beat him up. He was like 16 years old. Oh my God. And he, his, his. He, had a he crown wanted to be a king He wanted to Dallas. be them. They were the guys that everyone wanted to be. Yeah. They dated girls like Marcella and I <laughs> in our prime. We're still pretty hot. <laughs> but at 19, 20 years old, we were fine. So they dated girls like you. They took lots of steroids. They took lots, lots of muscles. Well, you have to be on steroids. You yeah. need a king. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not allowed to not. You have to be. This bigger. was a different time, just for everyone to understand. Yeah. 2005 in Dallas was every guy was in an, a pre-affliction shirt. <laughs> yeah. Every guy Rhinestones. had torn up jeans. Every guy had Miss fucking me. weird cheetah hair. <laughs> yeah. Every guy had a damn Tattoos. tattoo. Every guy wore the stupid belts. What oh, were those the belts? belt buckles. <laughs> you know? the which belt am I gonna wear tonight? The Ed Hardy. The I wore oh jeans gosh. going out. I don't even wear jeans. I don't even. I own I stretchy jeans. jeans. I don't wear jeans. <laughs> I'm wearing I, jeans. It's only because my butt is so big. It's hard. My thighs are too big for jeans. It makes me so frustrated. Yeah. It's called thunder thighs. Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on, people. There's no video, and when you see these girls, there's no such thing. Yeah, it's too big of a butt and no thunder thighs. No, absolutely well, we have really tiny waist. 
<laughs> I think so crazy perfect bodies I so know. Amanda is it's so great because if you didn't listen to episode 15 I only explained it a little and I knew we would get a better explanation so everyone go back to 15 and then, uh, yeah she's not even done this is just no 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 we're just starting distracted. no 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 we're going back we want to know the whole thing we're at the belt buckles but we're off ski rhinestone belt <laughs> oh, buckles yeah, yeah. tattoos Steroids. Yeah. Steroids. Yeah. Diamond earrings. Diamond earrings. Necklaces. Uh, wow. Necklaces. Side bitches for days. Yes. Side you bitches. Have, oh, you just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so awesome. You have. You have. <laughs> you have the, the Marcella bitch. or Amanda. <laughs> and then you have the random strippers that are just okay with being side bitches to us. <laughs> she goes, side bitches? <laughs> so sweet. Can you say it one more time? See, our mom doesn't know what that Sad means. She's, the, she's front center and only yeah. and will kill somebody. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And we didn't take that no, from her. I don't know what the fuck is I'm always asking that. why not. I tried so hard. I know. I, I mean, she even marries a much younger man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. Keeps him for 20 years. Yeah. And Still so going. Cute. Never going to not be together. Right. And then and there's no side hoes. There's a death. We would all kill them. Patrick. <laughs> and Patrick knows that he would die. Even Patrick. <laughs> yeah, She's like, know. yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, so there were those. Yeah, so you had your front and center girl. They all had hot so girls. So you guys were front and center. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, so duh. that made you feel special. I'm sure. assuming. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. I'm so great. <laughs> Where is he at? Is he in the bathroom? Is anyone else in there? <laughs> These were common questions we would have 15. when we would go out. Mm-hmm. So this is normal. Like this that wasn't was very just normal. Him. And then I would find out, and I would leave, and it would be a huge fight, and then I'd come back. Tears would fall. But anyways, <laughs> back to back to the different time in Dallas. So 2005, there wasn't bottle service. There wasn't. No. Okay. But there were long lines. Like clubs in Dallas were awesome. They then. were. I then. mean, like drama room it became Wish Ultra Lounge. Somebody mm-hmm. posted um, their new office is Wish Ultra Lounge. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Yes. I had and my 21st birthday there. Yeah, I had my 22nd birthday. <laughs> and I had a, a wedding cake brought out to me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Back then it was really fun. And I think people were going out to have fun. I mean, yeah. besides the boyfriend crap. I mean, we actually had fun. Like we would all get... We would all go dance. We were like, we didn't care. Like everybody and all was those there girls to became have fun. best friends. Yes, yeah. and everybody kind of knew each other. We could go out together, run around. Everyone was like having fun. Now, like people don't even know how to have fun anymore. Uh-uh. <laughs> like no. going out to get something, or or just to be seen. Or yeah. Well, so it's for the Instagram. It's for Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. Get something. But yeah. So you guys saying the clubs were really hot, and so there were long lines. Yeah. So when you dated one of the kings. You didn't have, you have to wait. Have to wait. So that means and I was really a huge special. bitch walking out, like, <laughs> like walking by everybody, like the gatekeeper, like, in my jeans and my like three colors in my hair. <laughs> Amanda did always have different hair. It was Make awesome. Way. <laughs> it was long, awesome hair. So really short skirts, high heels, walking mm-hmm. by the whole crowd, kind of like going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought Fendi bags were cool. You know, <laughs> we thought lots of things were cool. Oh man, spandex mostly. <laughs> I was talking about that. I think last night about when, um, like, Andy would wear the um, vest. 
No. Or they would take <laughs> no. shirts off. No, their shirts would be off in the club. Oh, oh yeah, that's the other thing. That was it. You had to have your if shirt you off in the club. King, if you're king, you took your shirt off and you swung it around. I can't. And all the girls. <laughs> no, <laughs> All the girls would swoon. No. Swoon. Like Whitley, Magic Mike Whitley every night. <laughs> Marcel and I dated the Magic Mike. I wish everyone could so, see Whitley's face right so now. So embarrassing when you really break it down. <laughs> like, we are breaking swinging. it down. They would all get on, like, up on the chairs or the tables together. I have pictures. And they oh, would take all God. of their shirts off. Not to mention, they would just fight people out of nowhere. Oh, that was the best thing. part about it, actually. <laughs> I remember one guy at Wish Ultra Lounge. Oh I wish I do wish Whitley you could see Whitley. Both were like, oh my god, my eyes are watering. I'm trying not to. And this guy said something to me, hitting on me. Jeremiah wasn't there yet. Yeah, but all the rest of them were, and I was like, this guy was being mean to me and talking trash, and he walked up and flipped me off, mm-hmm. and oh. then he was carried out mm-hmm. after he got knocked out, <laughs> <laughs> and he was coming too, and I walked Peasant? up in front of him, and I was like, hi. Yeah, what did you say? I still think I have a 300-pound gorilla next to me and about 10 more behind me. And, yeah, that's something I had to learn, that it's not what it used to be when I that was younger. That's kind of a cool feeling, It though. was like, a cool family kind of feel. Yeah, and, that was and, cool. I know. One gorilla knocked out the other one, and <laughs> you could just stand over him and go, hi. Yeah, because the guy was mean to me. They were protective in that sense when... Stuff would happen. Strangers would. Yeah. Which happens to beautiful girls. Mm-hmm. So that was, I guess, a plus. Maybe the only one. <laughs> <laughs> like, but also, I have Don't to forget say, you got to go in the club first. That was another plus. Mm, you know, <laughs> I learned important. quickly. I could do that by myself. Yeah. yeah. I think we I took really over fast. Dallas pretty I was quick. actually just going to ask you, do you really think you couldn't have gone in the club? You just had to change out of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, funny- the Abercrombie and Fitz double zero <laughs> that I could wear. <laughs> the funniest part is when I was I would always threaten to leave my bad one. He was like, "That's it, I'm taking Dallas away from you. You'll never get in a club again." I was like, what? "I'm taking Dallas yeah. away yeah. from you." And who's still here? Yeah, and who's not actually left? Yeah, who's Moved still away? Here. Finally, did yeah. you know? Oh, he did. Yeah, where did he go? Back home. Back home. Good. King yeah. of elsewhere. King, king of elsewhere. <laughs> king of St. Louis. What did you say? What did you say on the way here? The king of Dallas was dethroned. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty. That That's was awesome. that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yes. That was a long time ago, but I think he tried to get his throne back for years and then couldn't. Throne. So hey, <laughs> moved out. Like the big ball buildings, the staff. I'm like picturing a whole scene. Yeah. Like down. <laughs> I hope that everyone can. Did you really still live in the same place? Oh, yeah. yeah. Turtle Creek. Mm-hmm. You're lying. I no. swear to God. I have a now. girlfriend that lives there. She works for like Rolex and is completely amazing. And I'm like, do you know this guy that has a Rottweiler? Oh, yes, that Rottweiler. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who oh. has a Rottweiler in a condo? <laughs> and who still lives in the, the same place? King needs protection. <laughs> well, guess what the Rottweiler's name was? Guess, guess. Yeah, guess. Spider, please guess. No. <laughs> I, think, I think Spider got it. Please tell me it was King. Yeah. King. No. <laughs> I know. 100% chance. 
Okay. It was. <laughs> We're not lying. Wow. This I couldn't make this story. up if I tried. Nope. This is oh, true. Earth. So let's continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is down memory lane. Yeah. We are so stuck <laughs> on this. I could talk about this for days. It just goes on. It, Amanda. It, so you how must long? come back, okay? Because yeah. I already know we can't finish no this way. whole thing. <laughs> so how long were you with your king? Over, th- <laughs> o- over three years. <laughs> yes. Oh, and we broke up 10 years ago. It's wow, mm-hmm. but together three years. Yeah. Now, in episode fifteen, Marcella talks in very detail about how abusive her king was. <laughs> I can't with this monarchy. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> Can we just? <laughs> it's so funny though. Like, you have- I know. <laughs> like, what is- Spiders crying. <laughs> like. <laughs> Don't give them the Spider. satisfaction. More champagne, of still please. Them that. Can can we get sparklers with this champagne? Oh my! Bottle service. Bottle service. I got you guys. Don't swing worry. your shirt around. Everybody, take your shirt off. I mean, if I saw that now, I'd be like, oh, I'm leaving. Hey, we had Same. an episode. Whitley, that would have been Spider our brother. Okay. Oh, I'm three. You just circle. need a crown to do. Oh my god! <laughs> I think Marcel and I should get matching crown tattoos yeah. just to remember the survival. Yeah, we should. Let's yeah. do it. Actually, yeah. let's go right now. <laughs> After our bottle service, though. Wait, I'm is pretty it, sure I can pull up bottle service. Is it right? ironic that our logo has a crown on it? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. What it does? Foreshadowing. But that is weird. But it's not the five point crowns. So. Oh no! Is Thank. it? Oh lord! Go look at it. It's over there. Point. Yeah, so. one's sitting right here. Yeah, I think it's three point. What are we? I don't know. God help us. Three. Yeah, it's three. Oh, thank God. Notice, notice the true Mm, queen of kings. With like, oh no. How many is that? It's five with little four things. No, it's not. It is. It is. It is. (laughs) Why did we do this to ourselves? I don't know. Take it off. Can (laughs) we change that? Three points. Retraction. <laughs> Retraction of wow. our logo. Well, we can count these, so it's a nine point. Yeah, so yeah nine right. points. Not, and nine point, and we're now talking about bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not cabaret. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> how was, <laughs> yes, how mine treated me. Yes. So, Amanda, what was your experience like, if you care was, to share about it at all? Was yours as bad and as traumatic and traumatizing as Marcella's was yeah it was I didn't even want to say one was worse than the other I would never compare that I think anything is that is even close to that is but yeah it was pretty bad um I don't it's it's tough to even put him on blast because it's still like I'm protecting him why I don't know like you know you love somebody for so long and you you accept their faults and then you become like it's okay they did this to me it's my fault kind of situation Um, so let's try something different Marcella did no longer protect him and has never felt more free Mm-hmm. So right. why don't you give it a shot? <laughs> <laughs> Mom is so persuasive. I, I mean, I, I, she's the real closer. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that crown down. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was a lot of abuse. There was a lot of uh, cheating and and abuse early on. Um, but there was a lot of like it was two people that were broken, and 
I really feel that two broken people can't heal each other. Um, and it would bring out the worst sometimes in each other. I mean, mm -hmm. we would fight, we would love hard, fight hard. Um, but in, and in all at the end of the day, like I know that he's tried to even reach out. Like I want to make amends or feel, you know, feels guilty, really guilty. And sometimes even then, but yes, um, cheating, beating, um, all of that would be something of a regular like weekly life. Um, he never knew what would set him off. You never know what, you know, it, it, if I try to stick up for myself or confront a situation, it would go to violence every time. Every time? Every time. Violence was what I knew. Like how violent? <laughs> Pretty bad. I mean, black eyes and concussions and um, choking and waking up from being choked, things like that. Did you ever call the police ever? N no, mm -hmm. no. That was never an option for no, any of us at no. the time. Because there were so many other things involved that would be at stake and you would be part of. So police would never be something, an option. It came down to my dad just saying one day, like, I can't do this anymore. Either I'm going to win or he's going to win. Either way, I don't have to worry about it anymore. How did your dad know? I, did you tell him? Yeah. You did tell him? Yeah. And my, he's my best friend. Um, but when I was hospitalized the last time, I just, I told him because I wanted to get away. So what led to your hospitalization? <laughs> um, an epic one. fight, an epic battle. I uh, was interviewing for a job in medical sales, which I ended up actually getting still, even canceling the interview because I had to go to a hospital with a concussion. Um, but I think it was like a rift where he knew that I was going to be bigger and better he couldn't keep mm -hmm. me down anymore um and i think that's really what the battles were about was that i it, in a perfect world without brokenness we probably would have been made for each other and then that's sad it's really sad um but at the end of the day you couldn't keep someone like me down i need somebody greater far greater mm -hmm. so. you deserve someone far greater than thank that. you thank for you. sure thank you so i mean how did you get end up in the hospital? Did you call? Did, I mean, I drove myself, and my dog was in my car. And when you do that, though, don't they ask questions? Yeah, and they knew because actually we were there three or four weeks earlier, and his appendix had mm. ruptured, and I sat by his side for days. They couldn't get like blood properly, and I was in nursing school at the time, and um, I was watching nurses poke and prod on him, and weren't able to get like blood vessels because he was so big from bodybuilding and steroids. Um, but yeah, no, he, so when I came back to the same ER, it was the closest to our house. I remember the doctor was like, I know who did this to you. Why don't you tell me? And I was like, she said, your sternum's cracked. He knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. You could be dead. And he knows the physique and anatomy. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't think that would have I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would have brought some sort of justice, but I thought it was best at that point just to walk away. And what does a doctor do then when they know that uh, unless you say it, they can't do anything? Like, I don't Pretty know. Much. She knew. Yeah, it was a to. female doctor. She knew. Yeah. So. No, you can't. You can't just um, just by a like, I think she would have to say, like, yes, I want to yeah. file charges or, press charges or, or I want to say call the this police. is who did it. Yeah. He got mad at me about it. He was like, I can't believe you went there. You were just there, and I'm like, 
<laughs> I was driving myself to the hospital. I knew I had a concussion. Like I knew I needed yeah. to get there. And so your dad found that out when? I talked to him. I talked to him from the ER. Um, I called a cu- my cousin who lived in Fort Worth. She and I are really close now, especially living in Fort Worth. She's a nurse too. Um, and I was like, I need you to come. Like I need somebody here. Mm-hmm. And um, one of his best friends and his wife, that was a friend of mine too, they they went with me to get all the stuff out when I knew he'd be at MMA practice and got what I needed out and gave him all the furniture and everything and just cut ties. And that was it? That was it. Yeah, that was her last straw. And that was it. I moved to Dallas. I already had a place planned. Actually, Detective Gomez lived underneath me. <laughs> That's how we met. Yeah. Um, he lived underneath me and um, I was my best friend, Allison, her boyfriend and their baby lived there too. And it was a awesome place in East Dallas and Lakewood. And I got my independence and I became my own queen of Dallas. <laughs> and I, I took over the city without um, any, any remorse or regret. And um, a lot of his friends reached out to me and I'm still friends with too, to Aww. this day. So did he keep trying to get back with you and all those things because that's what they usually do I mean um I think he knew that it was good for us to be separate and I was really done when I moved out um but he started dating another girl like two weeks later and then they didn't work out like eight months later and I remember him saying like it was like whenever she and he didn't work out he was like it was a knife in my heart like I lost Amanda Mm -hmm. and I can't get her back and he tried to get me back but then I was dating someone else as you all know Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank God, but at least that one was sort of, <laughs> sort of, sort of. Thank God, but anyways, we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> or not. <laughs> but so, I just would like t- for you to tell me because every show we're doing, we're trying to figure out like how we can help others, and we're trying to let young girls women in general like know the red flags like maybe anything that you learned from your experience that you would have done different that you can give advice to like Marcella had hers but I want to hear your first time anyone puts their hands on you leave first Mm -hmm. time someone cheats on you leave Mm -hmm. Um, first time anyone makes you question who you are as a person or that you aren't valuable leave Mm -hmm. your self-worth it took me years to get back and maybe because I am an adopted person, and um, even though I'm pretty strong in a lot of other ways, that was an easy end for for somebody to get in there and, and um, make me feel unworthy of love or what I really deserve. But um, I think that young women today, it's a different world. Um, I don't want to say relationships aren't real anymore um, because Gabrielle is a fine example. <laughs> yeah. of, and Whitley and Gino. Love. Yeah, yeah. Of, of real love. Yeah. And it is it is possible. But I think today a lot of girls settle for less. And um, to not settle for less. That's why I'm single <laughs> today. And I do believe in marriage and love. And um, I just haven't found the right person since. Yeah. You know, I had to get over some things. It takes a really long time time to heal from that, I believe, because I I really like when I hear you say that, I get really, really teary because (laughs) these stories are just for me. I'm like, I know you girls and I know your heart. And it's just devastating to me that someone would be able to do that. And at the same time, I've learned through these shows and through this talking that there's no blame ever because you guys just don't know better. But 
I think you're here today to help others. I really do like what you just said. The it's the most important thing. The first time I even take it one step further. The first time someone yells or screams at you and mm -hmm. calls you a name, don't even go as far as hitting you or touching you. Like if someone disrespects you in that way that you know inside is not right, don't don't go back. Don't give them another chance because they'll say they're sorry, they had a bad day, whatever it is. It will never get better because if they do it one time, there's something within them that they think that's okay to do. It's a journey they haven't gone through yet. Right. to heal yeah right and, and we've, we've all been mm -hmm. on that um but as young girls especially you can't fix them no, no. i was just about to say that yeah. people don't change <clears throat> typically you can't fix and i think maybe we always wanted like, especially their persona you're like oh my gosh i'm gonna be the one who changes them i'm yeah. gonna be the one who brings out the softer side like they're gonna love me and you feel so small and like like they're just, I'm the one that they're going to change for, but they actually like, you can even look back now and it's been 10 or seven years and they never, ever change. The crazy part is, is that the one we're talking about for me, he, he has in some ways I've seen him change. Mm -hmm. He's married. He's happy. They're in a great relationship. Um, and so it's hard for me to like throw him under the bus yeah. kind of in that aspect because I know that, um, he was in a really dark place. Doesn't yeah. make it right doesn't make it right no but, but i do believe some people yeah there are if some. they are on like under the influence of steroids drugs whatever that may be alcohol that they may re i mean act out in ways that they normally wouldn't and then there's yeah. others that are that it's just in them well, so I, I have to say that amanda's to me was always super protective over me when mine was doing stuff, he was like, what are you doing? Like, leave. Like, to me, he was always so kind. Um, I never had a problem. It's so weird because y'all. The same. With no, they were, the they were both protective of us mm -hmm. because they loved the, us. We like, were family. More. We were family. Mm -hmm. um, and Dysfunctional. A dysfunctional family, but we were family. And yeah. Marcel yeah. and I still are. And um, you know, that's what I'm going to say. Like, um, I remember even, like, after he had lost me and her. Marcella's ex would be like he cried in my place yeah oh my <laughs> gosh he lost bad. you like mm -hmm. and he realized that you were a year gone and mm -hmm. you're like fuck off I'm good <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not going back um, right. and like it broke it broke Marcella's ex's heart mm -hmm. to see that happen to his friend but no and he did I think for the best I was the lesson for him Unfortunately, mm -hmm. time and time again, I'm the lesson in um, guys' life that changes. And, <laughs> oh, I lost Amanda. <laughs> I got to button up. So it doesn't happen again. You are the one that changes them a little bit. Yes, but it doesn't benefit <laughs> no, me. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, you're welcome. Yeah. Right. New girlfriends and wives. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a very confusing environment. And I don't think all of them are like that. Like, I think. Um, me and Amanda are like the where we were like in the dysfunctional family we were in and if you were friends with us or still are in that time it was very confusing like it's not normal it wasn't normal really and it's very hard to explain to people it's like spotlight <laughs> like it, there was a spotlight on us yeah and we were all trying to escape something in our lives mm -hmm. and um, that's where our bond was was uh, partying was something that brought us yeah. together we could 
let our walls down mm -hmm. we could listen to the same song <laughs> yeah. over and over again for four hours <laughs> and, and dance and, and dance oh, yeah booty pop <laughs> <laughs> exactly so it was like um at, yeah there's just a lot of a lot in and not just the relationship there's so much else like invested in it i do want to say though i am incredibly proud no matter what and how you got in it and how you stayed in it you got out so that takes a lot of strength i know and you guys have to do a lot of healing mm -hmm. but a lot of people sometimes never get out so well there's this thing i read it's called trauma bonding and it's something that i want to learn about that's us that is yeah, that yeah. Is you guys. i think yeah. it's about us yeah. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break oh yeah and we're gonna come back with the next show and continue this with Amanda, yeah, who is here with us. I'm yes. so excited. I'd love to and come back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> if you have any specific questions for us, or if you want to be a guest on our show, please hashtag Ask Tupash on Instagram, Snapchat at Marcella Ranieri. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Marcella Ranieri, M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A-R-A-N-E-R-I. And you can also follow Whitley. And that's at W-H-I-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-I-N-N-L. <laughs> well, my Snapchat is at Gabby Talks, and you can submit questions by emailing tuposhboutique at yahoo.com. And thank you so much for listening. Happy endings and spread sparkle everywhere you go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>